Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Back of the Bus podcast mini-sode. It's your boy Black here. As promised, we're dropping some of the extra content from last week's episode that just quite didn't make the cut due to time constraints. Remember, you can follow the show on Instagram at Back of the Bus Podcast. You can email the show at backofthebusmiami at gmail.com. You can check the show out on your Apple Podcast, Podbean, Pocket Cast. Every new episode, including this one, will be up on SoundCloud. Remember, subscribe rate review five stars if you love us five stars if you hate us this is going to be just some free flow you know random stuff that we talked about there's not no fancy segments and not a lot of sound bites and things like that no ap class no free period it's just different topics that we that we kind of chewed up you know if you really think about it this is the kind of stuff that he half and i would have been talking about on our ride to school back in the day we used to have a pretty long ride we went to a magnet school so it was a, a long ride to get to school in the mornings, so we'd be back there. We'd be shooting the shit, and if that's what we were doing now, and this, you know, is what we'd be talking about. So that's what we'll call this. We'll call this your ride to school. Hope you guys like it. So next up, football. Something you were I'm more okay. familiar with. I'm more familiar with football. I like to watch the footballs. I like to watch. I like throwing the pig skins around. You oh. know. All right. My Dolphins, your team from Washington, are both three and two. Which one has the better chance of winning their division or making it into the playoffs? Um, Actually, I know the answer to this. It's more likely going to be the team from Washington. We, the Skins, have a better chance of of winning their division. You might have a decent chance of making the playoffs because there's a lot of shitty teams in the AFC right now. Mm-hmm. There is zero chance you guys win your division. No, God, no. Tom Brady's no. still alive, right? Yeah. Last I checked? Yeah. yeah and, he, so then, and, and he's definitely on my fantasy football team. And yeah. I left him in, too. Yeah. So there's no way. There's yeah. absolutely no way you guys win. The, unless he gets hurt catastrophically. But even then, Jay Cutler is not taking you to the playoffs. No way. Jay Ajay has run better lately. Yeah. Your defense actually is not bad. Your defense actually is, I think, ranked like sixth or some shit in the yep. league. But it's just you can't score points, dude. No, no, you can't score points. And I think I think what what's funny is that you get a lot of the people who are like, oh, but Adam Gase and and Jay Cutler were friends. You know, they worked together before. They had such a good rep- repertoire. Yeah, that was just all the bullshit they said so they could make Sign excuse him. for not signing Colin and, Kaepernick. Yeah, not signing Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. yeah. As far as the skins, dude, they had they've had a couple of good wins. They almost pulled one off against the Chiefs a couple of Monday nights ago. Mm-hmm. It, the Chiefs were, who got robbed Thursday. Fuck. I didn't see it, dude. It it went, it's hilarious. But yeah. it went that last play where they they reran the the that one play four times because of holds and pass interferences and everything else. It was just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So the thing that's killing the Redskins right now is injuries, dude. On the defensive side of the mm-hmm. ball, Josh Norman's out. Our one of our linebackers is out. Trent Williams, our superstar offensive tackle, is out. Is banged up. He wasn't supposed to play last week. John Jay Gruden begged him to play, so he played. I don't know if in the long run that was a great idea because this is the best left tackle in the league, and you just expose him to further injury. It's so bad that we're counting on D'Angelo Hall coming off the pup list to start at to play safety for us. That's that's where we're at right now. <laughs> Jordan Reed has been a. Uh, Major disappointment, both on the Redskins and on my fantasy team. I wasted mm-hmm. a fucking third or fourth round pick on him. 
Ouch. Yeah, it sucked. So that's been the problem. You know, he, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Fat Rob hasn't been able to stay healthy. Yeah, you told me to, to trade for Fat Rob. I'm so well, he's glad start, that he's, didn't he's, he's starting this week, though, so don't sleep. And he's averaging he's averaging like five yards of carry when he's in there. Dude. But, but you know what? It's not I don't have – I no longer have running back problem on my fantasy yeah. team. I have more wide receiver problem on my fantasy team. Yeah, I got uh, – in my in my keeper league, yeah, the one that Plex and I co-own, we're uh-huh. good. We we ran we rattled off three wins in a row. We're in decent shape. Nice. We're in third place. In my auction league, the only problem I don't have is that I have Antonio Brown. Everything else is a f- unmitigated disaster. Just, just disaster. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm I'm fourth in the league, so I'm okay. But I'm just, you know, I'm always fourth, fifth, sixth, and it always just ends up killing me. Speaking of killing your Knicks. <laughs> Are back playing what they think is basketball, but I'm not quite sure. So I watched probably the first quarter and a half of that game. Uh huh. And then I could smell the run by OKC because we were in it for that time, mm-hmm. surprisingly. Uh, Melo hit the first three to open. And then, you that know. That team looks th- sick, though. That team looks really oh. good. Then he missed a bunch of shots in a row. And they, I think they missed like eight shots in a row. And after that whole sequence, it was still it was, the, the game was still tied at ten. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is over. Yeah. So right as the run was coming, I went to go play Overwatch because I, I could just smell it. And they brought in Frank Nilakina towards the end of the game, and he okay. didn't he didn't do dick. He just turned the ball over. Porzingis showed out. Porzingis had a nice block on Melo yeah. early. You know what? Here's the thing. And I was thinking about you when I when I when I thought this was. Porzingis is no doubt he's good. He's a really good, great player, you know? How long is he willing to sit on this team when he sees everyone else winning? Because it's really hard. It's really easy for, you know, certain players to sit on a shitty team and just kind of be like, yeah, you know, we're yeah, not to be that the good. best player on a crappy team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't he doesn't come off to me as that guy. No, I don't listen, if the front office doesn't show aptitude towards this rebuild. Uh-huh. Which we don't know, right? This is a brand new front office, so we have no idea what they're what they've got in there. You're absolutely correct. So that's gonna buy that's gonna buy them some time. Okay, but it's not gonna buy them too much time. No, because he's he's too terrific of a player. He's got way his ceiling mm-hmm. is is unknown. We've yeah. never seen a set. I mean, I don't know if you watched some of the Euroleague shit that he did, but he was taking people off the dribble. Oh. From the top of the key, off the dribble, driving the lane, dunking on people. See, he needs to he needs to leave. He needs to go somewhere. Stopping where... and popping like he's. Yeah. We, we've never seen a player yeah. like this. He needs to go somewhere where he's got a good group of coaches and a front office that will take care of him and that will groom him to be a great player and somebody who is you know somebody respected in the league. Um, I you know there aren't many teams that can do that. I know of one in this city. No, awful that. Get the fuck out that, of here. That really loves to groom people and yeah. is just top-notch and is basically, if you were to take the Knicks are you, and put are them you gonna, on a are spectrum. You gonna take, are you going to take Porzingis over your boy Whiteside? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take Porzingis over Whiteside. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Yes, I will. So, yeah, if you take the Knicks and you put them on a spectrum, on the opposite side of that spectrum are the San Antonio Spurs, but right next to the Spurs, like towards the air or the heat. <laughs> You're such a dumbass. You know? All right. No, listen, you guys are a very well-run organization. I've um, always given them that, even though we haven't always been the best. We're not the best, you know, we haven't always been the best basketball team, but we've been a really well-run organization. I've historically been pretty hard on your, on your boy Spolstra, because mm-hmm. I always thought that with the talent that you had assembled at that point when you guys were on your run, that 
anybody could. I mean, Jelly could have coached that team. And just for fuck's sake, this last season he 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 did a, a really good job with much less talent. Yep. And they were a competitive team. Um, Porzingis not coming to Miami. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm gonna was... t- I'm gonna tell you what what my prediction. I think if we end this season as badly as it looks like we might end this season, like Nets badly, Jeff. Nah, it's not gonna be that bad. It'll be <laughs> it'll be 30, 32, maybe thirty five wins if we're really lucky. Jeff Hornacek will get fired, and my sincere wish is that Scott, Isaiah Thomas. No, Scott Perry brings in Mark Jackson to coach the team, mm-hmm. and that will start the turnaround. Mama, there goes that man. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I will fucking cream my pompies <laughs> okay. and get Mark Jackson to be our head coach. All right, all right. So now that all that serious shit is over, yeah. Hold let's on. get into uh let's see if this guy makes this bro how is chicago beating carolina right now field goal mitchell trubisky son don't sleep don't sleep he hit that fucking field goal oh no was that the point after yeah it was a point after no it was fourth and goal oh okay which sucks i had, I had carolina's defense on both my leagues Eek. Yeah. Well, it's all good red alert here we go somebody hit a touchdown so- oh come on larry Ooh, Come on, Larry. Ooh, ooh. That's not Larry. Nope. That is a L.A. Pick six. Pick? No. Fuck Into you. the red zone. Uh, hold on. Who, who do I have as a defense this week? Is it L.A.? Fuck. Oh, hey. Hey, guys. Guess who has L.A.'s defense playing right now? I do. <laughs> yeah, baby. Ooh, Kyle Rudolph with 13 yards. Woo, 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 woo. There we go. Chris Ivy, I need you to do some Ooh, more. Carolina's defense blocked the kick, so I got chunky points for that, even though they've given up 17 points. Bro, I love looking at the projections during the day because you know how they go up and down on ESPN? Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm projected 134 points. Wow, that's amazing. Bro. I'm projected for 108. I st- Well, he still has Kirk Cousins, Melvin Gordon, and AJ Green, ugh, and the Chargers defense, and Gould as the kicker. Ugh. I'm not too. I'm not too thrilled about this Gordon Cousins thing going on. I'm up to whatever. I'm up two points on my guy right now, and mm-hmm. he has Julio Jones and his kicker left to play uh, in the four o'clock game, uh-huh. and I got Chris Hogan and Le'Veon Bell. Nice. I think I'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be all right. Okay, so hey, while we're while we're sitting around just watching some um, red zone that we paid for, definitely paid for red zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Popovich came out earlier in the week with something. Oh, word! You want to go he, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might as well record this so that awesome. you know we can put it in a in a soundbite later. So Popovich came out with uh, a really, a really just strong statement for Donald Trump. Yeah. So you want me to knock it out? Does it, do you you don't have audio for this? No. Oh, binga my. Because it was it was uh, an interview that he oh. did with a journalist, and the journalist just posted the transcript. Oh, okay. So there's right. no there's no audio for it. Go for it. All right. So this is a this is what Popovich said. In case you guys didn't hear it. Uh, I've been amazed and disappointed by so much of what this president has said and his approach to running this country, which seems to be one of just a never-ending divisiveness. But his comments today about those who have lost loved ones in times of war and his lies that previous presidents, Obama and Bush, never contacted their families is so beyond the pale, I almost don't have the words. This man in the Oval Office is a soulless coward who thinks that he can only become large by belittling others. This This has, of course, been a common practice of his. But to do it in this manner and to lie about how previous presidents responded to the deaths of soldiers is as low as it gets. We have a pathological liar in the White House, unfit intellectually, emotionally, and psychologically to hold this office, and the whole world knows it, especially those around him every day. The people who work with this president should be ashamed because they know it better than anyone just how unfit he is, and yet they choose to do nothing about it. This is their shame most of all, end quote. 
What did you, what'd you make of that? So, clearly, Popovich is a Trump supporter. Um, <laughs> really gets behind there, knows the, knows the crew. Um, it's, it's poignant. Popovich has always been very good about stating what he feels and how he feels, um, which is funny because on those sideline reports, he never says anything. Right. But um, Well, but I think it's because he realizes that shit doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, can't say that I'm, I can't say that he's wrong on all of these things. I don't, um, I don't disagree. I would tell you that, uh, that this correlates a lot with that end statement about how the people who work with him should be ashamed of themselves. They see this going on. They've become so ingrained into the Trump kind of way that they are blind to some of the other things that are going on, you know, some of the de- degradation of the U.S. kind of morale and our position in the world. And he, um, he, he kind of, he, without saying it, and I thought of this when I heard the, the comment, was like, it's just like all those people, the Quentin Tarantinos who came out now after Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, not the hurricane. Wow, both Har- Harvey did not have a good summer. Both the name, huh? So after Harvey Weinstein, and, and you were like, you know what? Yeah, we kind of knew this happening, but we didn't we didn't say anything about it. And I think if you want to, you know, parallel those two, the people, individuals who see this happening, who see this kind of stuff, who think that the, this man is morally bankrupt, they should probably say something, but they're not going to. So here's here's what I here's my what I think about that. I don't know what what else how what else to frame it. Uh. I'd like to think that somebody like Tarantino, Kevin Smith, and some of these other people who came out and made those statements during the Harvey Weinstein situation, or Weinstein, whatever, um, that they were, that while they stood silently by, Mm -hmm. they were neither encouraging nor... Enabling it to Enabling happen. the behavior. Well, I mean, in, by not saying in, anything, weren't they enabling it? Well, sure. Okay, so maybe they were enabling it, but they weren't encouraging it. Okay. They weren't uh, pro-Harvey Weinstein molesting and harassing all these starlets. Sure, shit, hope not. My disagreement with, with kind of what you just said and kind of this last part by Popovich is that I don't think these people feel shame because... They want this. Pence isn't any better than Trump. I have, Pence wants to hang all gay people. I have told people before. They were like, oh, we got to get rid of Trump. I was like, you don't want to no, do that. That's scarier. Yep. Because Pence is, Pence is that guy who will come through because he can act quote unquote presidential. Right. And the, he will be able to get more things put through because the population because the will be circus like, because the circus will have left town. Yes. Exactly. And they'll be they'll be able to focus on legislation. Yep. And ramp you know And taking away gay people's rights. Yeah, and doing all the other fucked up shit that they want to do. Oh come on Kelvin. Yes. Anyway. God fuck I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, it's okay. They'll be able to focus on legislation and taking away people's rights, like uh-huh. you said. And Trump I mean Pence is just as dangerous. I remember during the during the primaries or whatever, I, I I used to tell Ferry all the time, I'm more terrified of President Ted Cruz than I would be Donald Trump. Yeah. Because those people are just as shitty. They just hide it better. Yeah. And because they hide it better, they'll be able to con everyone else easier. Yeah. Into, into whatever. Good segment. All right. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, these things are hurting my ears for some reason. Am I wearing them on the right, the right head? Like in the right ear? Am I? Am I wearing right, it? My, my right, yeah. 
on the right head should I be putting him on my penis? No, because then they're they're open like that. That's weird. They gotta go like this. That just seems awkward. Let me see. Okay, maybe maybe I was just wearing them at a maybe awkward angle. Drop, yeah. extend them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe maybe just to wrap up the the wrap up the Popovich thing. Here's my question: Since so many of the current critics, let me rephrase, S- supporters of Trump tend to say that his critics are people of color, so on and so forth. Or the left, just the crazy left. Yeah. But when you have this widely popular, you know, public figure, sports coach, white guy, uh-huh. military guy, yep. come out and share this criticism. Yeah. No, it doesn't change anything. Somehow doesn't add any more weight to, no. to it at all. No, it doesn't. Now, now, have Nick Saban say that. And all hell's breaking loose. Why? <laughs> Why? I mean, besides Alabama. That where is, Alabama. Where's Pop? Where's Pop? San Antonio, Texas. Exactly. No, 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 no. San Antonio. And Pop is seen as an intellectual, right? He's not really seen as a guy's guy. He's seen as more of a... And half of his team, if people talk about their team, what do they normally say about his team? They're very international, right? Like, they are out there. So, that's why you'll, you won't get the heartland. But you have somebody like... Bob Stoops or Nick Saban or Urban. Well, not, I don't even. I think people see Urban Meyer as more of like a cosmopolitan kind of guy. That's the word I was looking for. Pop is more cosmopolitan. But you have you have Saban come out and say something like that. So you're saying we need like one of these less country miles. boys. Oh yeah. You have so you have somebody who who's got a southern accent who comes out and says something like that. Woo! It's yeah. game game. Over. Have have a. I was gonna call him. I was gonna call him Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Dale Earnhardt Jr. or somebody like Dale that. Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Did he? Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 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 a, he is a he progressive? Is he racing anymore? He. That's oh. why. See, he told you. They just kicked him out. NASCAR. Bro. I thought he retired. I don't know, man. I, I, think, he re- I think he. I think reti- I think he retired because of concussions. Or I, whatever. I don't watch Circle Cars. Oh, I don't mean either. But <laughs> I mean Dale Earnhardt. He happens to be a Redskins fan, so he he, he pops uh-huh. up on podcasts and shit that I listen to. Okay. Every so often. All right. No problem. Yeah. Listen, I I get it, right? Like if Tom Petty would have came out and said, I support. My like a driver's or whoever my pit crew people's right to kneel or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But instead, he came out and said the total opposite. Yeah, exactly. He said he put them on a on a greyhound and get them out. Actually, yeah. Pop, I had to have some sound clip of Pop talking about that too. But nice. we don't have to get into that. Okay, cool. Phone. How's that new phone? I love this phone. Yeah, you know, this phone is amazing. It takes amazing photos. I've had it for about forty eight hours right now. I will tell you that I need a case though because the back is kind of slippery. And I've caught myself almost like about to drop it. I'm really afraid. I ordered a case for it. It's just not going to get here until next week. So that kind of wigs me out a little bit. <clears throat> but this phone is awesome. It runs really smooth. It is. It's weird. It's smaller. It's thinner than my other phone. I had a Nexus 6P, right? And my wife grabbed it. She, you know, she and she she was like she was like, oh, you know, this feels better in my hand. And in comparison, I guess to last year's, there's not much different in between. Yeah, I know. There's not much difference in the pixel between last year and this year, but um, <clears throat> it does feel better. It feels a little bit thinner. Feels it makes it not seem so huge. You know what I mean? And you know when my yeah my god damn I am <laughs> you could cut this piece up and just make it sound terrible. <laughs> you know, but I just need you to say the word dick or penis just once <laughs> so that I can change it for every time you said phone. There you go. Uh, this dick feels huge. There you go. Um, 
but yeah, it's really beautiful. It's got a great, uh, got a great screen. There have been some people who have been complaining about oh, it. You know, you know what we're gonna do? Huh. I'm, I'm gonna cut something up, and you're gonna, you're gonna go home and you're gonna play it for Darlene and tell her that's actually the show. Yeah, and let her listen to that bit so she's gonna go. She what is this? Fucking go ham. But yeah, it's a cool phone. I really like it. Um, there have been some uh, initial reports about the screen being a little off. The colors are a little off. They are a little duller. They don't pop, but. Does it do anything that your previous one didn't do? Besides be lighter and thinner? Um, yeah, it, it's got a little bit better. It's got better integration into Google's AI, so Google Assistant. I, and AI is really the way... Google is heads and shoulders above everybody else. Above Siri, above that Alexa. Shit works, that shit works good. I've never used it. It's awesome. I love my Google AI. And yeah, there's still things that you can ask it. Like, if you're an asshole and you like, hey, uh, how many jumping jacks can I do? It's it's not going to answer, you know? Or if you ask something really crazy, it's not going to be able to, to find something. Oh, man, it'd be funny if that shit told you, I don't know, you fat fuck, why don't you try it? <laughs> and then that way you don't cost so much insurance. <laughs> but... <clears throat> But they, the Google AI has become a kind of the, the trendsetter and the bar setter for what AI should be. And I and look, people, some people are very uncomfortable talking to their phone or do it. But I do it all the time. Like I, we have a Google Home inside the house, and we talk to it. And our kids know how, well, the one who can speak. He speaks to it, and now he has a Google Home Mini in his room. So it's like a smaller version, not a loudspeaker. But he can he can ask it to play some music at the end of the night, or he listens to some he listens to some like kids podcasts that that they have. So he'll ask to listen to those. It we have the house lights attached to those, so he can say, hey, you know, turn on the light in my room or turn off the light in my room. He can set alarms. I can control that, and I can you know brought if I'm standing in the kitchen and he's in his room. How much was that? Well, that setup. Fifty bucks. Oh, the whole setup. Yeah. So. The Google Home is fifty bucks. The light switches were about fifty bucks each. So we only have two right now, but I wanted to get more for throughout the house. The Google Home, the bigger one, right now, it I think it's one twenty, but you can get it. I've seen it for like ninety bucks, and it'll play music and all that stuff. It's it's legit. Like I'm okay with it. I'm really I at first I thought it was a little bit uncomfortable just like talking into the air, but now you've become. It, it, oh, I I would love that shit, dude. Like I'm, hey Jarvis, fucking blah blah blah. Yeah, and like, and now they've integrated home phone calling, so like it links to your phone, and what you can do is you can call. So Alexa's a little bit constrained. You can only call other Alexas, right? But you can just call numbers. So like I can sit there and I'll be at home and I'll just say, hey Google, call, and it'll say mobile or home or whatever, and I'll say, oh, call him on his mobile. Okay, boop, and it calls you from there, and it's like a speakerphone. It's awesome. And Caesar can do it too from his room. So if he wanted to call like somebody, he can call somebody. They're in, they're moving in a direction that they believe is the future of technology. And I can't say that they're wrong in that sense. I can't say that AI is not going to be the new it thing. You know, I'm gonna speaking of which, I'm gonna send you an article that one of the one of the other guys sent me mm-hmm. about AI as a religion. Uh, okay. That I want you to read. That maybe we could talk about. Well, AI. So Jared Goff just ran into Tesla. <laughs> so recently, AI, um, the the deep mind that Google has, it, without being trained by a human, programmed itself to beat the best Go player. I guess Go is one of those Chinese like games. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't. I don't know anything about it. But it trained itself to play Go. Also, it taught itself a new language. Yeah. It's kind of since we're kind of on this technology space. What yeah. do you? What do you? What are your thoughts on? digital currency dude i don't know what to do with it i have friends who love it who have bitcoin and are very much 
into Bitcoin. If I'm being complete, D, D is all about that life. Yeah, if I'm being completely honest, I wanted to fail because I didn't get into it. So I mean, fuck all those well, people. Well, what I'm, what I'm, what I've been trying to do is trying to see if I find another kind of because what they're doing now. Yeah, the new one is um, what's the other one? It starts with an E or something. Ethereum. Like that. Yeah, Ethereum. But the thing is, Ethereum went up and then crashed and then it's going back up again slowly. But the thing is that they're doing. There are other ones that are targeting just for specific industries. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to see if I find one that, like, yeah. But you need like a whole server and shit. Like you no, need to mine and all that. No, no, you don't have to mine. You can just buy it. I don't have six thousand dollars to buy one Bitcoin. But you. But here's that's the beauty of it. That's the difference between that and the stock market. You don't have to buy one Bitcoin. You can buy percentage of a Bitcoin. So you can buy a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin, and it's gonna be point zero zero whatever one. But if the price triples, right, your point zero zero one just lost a zero. And so you, you can slowly increase your value mm-hmm. by buying, you know, more and more mm-hmm. smaller chunks until you, you know, gather a full Bitcoin or whatever. Okay. But they, like I said, there are, sm- there are other ones that are coming out or have come out. There's one called Stratus that I've been looking at that right now is trading at 10 bucks. Okay. Dude, I could buy 100 things of Stratus. Yeah. And it's like I was reading an article on, on, on uh, the Ringer or whatever or on an offshoot site of the Ringer. Where they were talking about it, that the way its technology set up, uh, yeah. they, they think that of, of all the digital currencies, it's got the most staying power or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There. So just, let me let me tell you. Apparently, there's a government one too. That well, there's a government. New Zealand, digital cur- New Zealand by 2028 is going to be all digital currency. They they said. Okay. So as a government in over there, that's what that. No, but like the planning. U.S. government has a digital currency. So does Wu Tang. Yeah, nice. I like that. But um. So I have a friend who is a, um, I wouldn't call him a conspiracy theorist, but he, he owns a lot of guns because he thought Obama was going to come for his guns. And he owns gold and he owns Bitcoin and everything else. So he's part of that crew. He's part of those kind of people. Great guy. Love him to death. He's a really good guy. But he, I feel like I have, to do, I have to do the Trump. He's a really, really, really good guy. But um, he, he believes in Bitcoin. He believes in this digital currency. And he thinks that, you know, paper currency is going to go. I think at some point, here's the thing. They need, if they're going to transfer over to a digital digital currency, there needs to become a balancing of the books. Like you can't just get rid of all of, you can't all of a sudden say, hey, you have $25,000 cash in your bank. Guess what? It's gone. Right. No, no, absolutely. I, I don't think as a country, we'd ever be able to fully transition into digital currency only mm-hmm. because so many, so much of our economy is based on, Paper trading cash for services, yeah, directly, yeah, right. Actually, to, to, to jump on that really quick, India, uh, I think it was like two years ago, maybe a year ago, they got rid of their paper currency because there was so much black market on there. They were, you know, people would just pay under the table, nobody was using banks, nobody was using credit cards. So the president came up with this crazy idea well, not him, uh, one of these guys, and they got rid of all the currency. They said, Listen, you guys have, and they did, they did it as smartly as they could. They said, you guys have, what is it, six months, three months to get this money into the bank. And transition. And we will transition it. But you can only deposit a certain number, a certain amount of money every day. And that way they were able to um, manage the transition for the Not just that. You, if you had billions of black market dollars, like say you were doing something illegal or you didn't put it in a bank and you never paid taxes on it, that kind of stuff. You weren't able to train. You weren't able to get to put. Yeah, you couldn't launder it, right? Now, if you had already, here's the thing: if you had already had a bank account and your money was already in a bank account, you were fine. You were good to go. Nothing happened. You were straight. 
But these are this was to this was to stop this whole kind of side market of only dealing in cash. Now, what happened, and the reason why I brought it up was that these in, these individuals, these farmers out in the out in the rural areas, they had to now create a digital kind of way to get paid, and so they did. They there was this one app that was created. And they made billions and billions and billions because they were able to say, hey, listen, they went to the to the markets and they were like, listen, guys, this is a really small app. You just plug it into your phone, almost like a square and boom, people can swipe their credit card. You're good to go. And so Indian and this is to show you how patient these people are. They were doing an interview and they were talking to them and they were asking, "Yeah, hey, you know, listen, this was a really trying time. It was very inconvenient. And they said, yeah, but in the end, it was for the greater good, you know, and I, th- I heard that and I thought to myself, you know. I know somebody who is always about the greater good. <laughs> and he would probably do really well in India. Yeah. And yeah. You can lick my balls. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So they were able to transition. And you would have to do something like that. If you were going to transition a whole country into digital currency. Yeah, it would have to be a process. Yeah, you would have to do that. You would. Have, but again, I don't see how. No, I again, I don't think we could do that in general. I think the, mm-hmm. I think the way we're approaching it right now is, is pretty smart. You're targeting it to specific industries. What know, I, like Amazon's gonna Amazon's designing theirs already. Yeah, they, they have like a digital currency platform they're working on. Uh-huh. I don't know if you saw, the, but the first real estate transaction was conducted yeah, using I saw that. Bitcoin. Yeah, the other day. Bitcoin. And D sent me a picture the other day at a at a casino. He drove by that they're now taking Bitcoin at the casino. But how do you do? You have like a credit card that has Bitcoin on it? No. So the way so you have two two choices how you store it. You go on the site. You create a wallet. Right, the wallets are very highly encrypted. There have been very minimal instances of any kind hacking. of hacking or whatever. So you create the wallet and you you run your transactions through there, and you know it's only worth what someone's willing to pay. So the day the market, okay. so the day the market crashes, the market crashes. Yeah. The other way you can store it, which is much more secure, is mm-hmm. you can put it on a you can put your wallet on a flash drive, and then just un- unplug the flash drive. Okay. So now there's no way for it to get hacked. The only problem is if you lose that flash drive, you're fucked. You're fucked. So obviously, what I do in that situation was I just put it in a safe deposit box at a bank. But you know that means whenever you want to transact, you have to go to your safe box, get the flash drive, plug, plug the in, flash drive into something, and then transact. Transact. And they need. Then, they need to figure out a better way to do that. Yeah, but I mean that's just a, that's just a cold storage method that they have to to add additional layer of security. You know, so for people who are in it for the long haul, mm-hmm. you know, someone who's not really into the the concept of maybe you you just bought your one Bitcoin mm-hmm. and you're just you're content on letting it sit there until the value increases, then you could do that. If you're going to be con- transacting on a more frequent basis, you've got to do it the other way. Just you know, be very careful with your your wallet, your wallet, your information. Yeah your computer, so on and so forth. Okay. But there, as of right now, there have been very, very, very few reports of any type of... Shenanigans? Of, yeah, because the thing is, the way the way their technology, the way that, that boot chain technology works mm-hmm. is that every transaction is recorded on everybody's ledger. Oh. So I can't say, oh, I bought this Bitcoin out of this guy for $500 when really I paid 50 bucks because that, that transaction is recorded on, Everywhere. with everybody. Mm-hmm. So everybody else could be like, no, you didn't. You yeah. know, so it's it's a it's a there's no need for regulation because it's self-regulating. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Disney's getting into it too. Yeah, I, listen, I think, I think it's a good but idea. What happens? So here's what I here's I just may, haven't copped any yet. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I don't understand it. If Disney makes their own version of Bitcoin, right? And Amazon does their own too, right? Then you'll have somebody who has like a thousand different digital currencies. 
If you, I mean, yeah, because but because they don't all because Disney's digital currency will only work for Disney for Disney. So then, right. how do I do? So okay, so and this is where I'm getting I'm getting confused. I need you to walk me through this. Sure. Say I want to go to Disney. Say it's it's gone all digital, right? I want to go to Disney. I want to use Disney's. Yeah, so you you you'd have to download whatever their version of their wallet is, mm-hmm. and you'd have to trade your money mm-hmm. right from your credit card. Or but your, money's still around then. Well, in your bank, not okay. necessarily physical cash. Okay. But you'd have to trade your funds for mm-hmm. their. It's kind of it's think about it like Dave and Buster's. You go to Dave and Buster's, you buy Dave and Buster's card. Mm-hmm. It's got so and so many tokens on the Dave and Buster's card. Yeah. Right. And you use the Dave and Buster's card to pay for that shit. Yeah, I'm really, Dave- I'm really not comfortable with you. Tra- uh, Comparing my life savings into Dave and Buster's. Well, I'm not suggesting you you <laughs> use your whole life savings, but that's that's the thing is that you have to to be. If if it was me, I'm pursuing it more as a slower, uh, a smaller investment. In if you're starting with Bitcoin, because Bitcoin's already so big, right? Fifty seven hundred dollars is trading at for one Bitcoin right now. But if you find, let's say, Disney one launches at ten dollars, yeah, per. Right, you buy a bunch of those, and then and then if later on they decide they're gonna raise the price to a hundred dollars per, you just you know you made out like a fat rat. No, and I love it because I'd have so much more money at Disney, and I could stay at all the nice hotels. I would love to do that. That'd be amazing. All right, guys. So that was your ride to school. Hope you guys enjoyed it. That was pretty much the raw cuts of uh, of the segments that we cut out last time. There was very, very minimal editing done on that, just so you guys can get kind of the real feel for it. A little bit of maintenance here and there, but uh, for the most part, it was the, the raw files. And just a couple little housekeeping tips on that. Obviously, we recorded that some time ago. Ever since then, the Dolphins had a very good win against a Atlanta Falcons team, and then they had a really shitty loss on Thursday this week against the Baltimore Ravens, where they put up zero points, and JHI has since been traded. We might talk about that a little bit on next episode. Redskins have lost two in a row to superior competition, but games that were winnable. Half the phone that he got was the Pixel 2 XL. So I know that we talked a bit about his phone and he never mentioned the model. So that's the phone that he got in case you guys were wondering. If you guys would like to hear more of any of that stuff as far as maybe product reviews or maybe you'd like us to get a little more into the digital currency and kind of expand on that further, make sure that you hit us up and let us know. Thanks again for listening. Remember to check us out on Instagram, Back of the Bus Podcast. Email the show, Miami at gmail.com. You can peep the show at on Podbean, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcast, every new episode's up on SoundCloud. Subscribe, review, rate, you know, the whole deal. Five if you love us, five if you hate us. Thanks again for checking it out, and we'll see you in a week with a new, ep- new full episode. Peace out.